Breaking Wave Theatre Company presents the first season of BWTC Podcast Plays. In this season, join us as we explore theatrical adaptations of our favorite Legends of Guahan. This project is supported in part by a grant from the National Endowment for the Arts, the Guam Council of the Arts and Humanities Agency, the Government of Guam, and the Office of the Governor. Special thanks to our sponsors, Alter Ego Entertainment, Bank of Guam, The Tea Factory, Coast 360, and Future Smiles Orthodontics. To find out more about BWTC and these podcast plays, head on over to bwtcguam.com to find our digital playbill. Please note that some episodes may have strong language and deal with sensitive topics. A full list of content warnings is available on our website. BWTC podcast plays are produced by CJ Ochoco and James Averman, with artistic direction by Joyce Torres. Saving money and supporting local has never been easier with the Alter Ego exclusive membership program. Join today at www.alterego.com and start saving money at over 65 of your local businesses. That's www.altrxego.com. Great for holiday gifts or saving money while shopping for your friends and family. Future Smiles Orthodontics strives to serve you and your family's orthodontic needs. Visit us at our Tamuning location for a peaceful, comfortable experience where patients can feel at ease while receiving the best care. We serve children, teens, and adults. Future Smiles Orthodontics. Call 671-648-9888 for more information. Enroll now in a major at the University of Guam College of Liberal Arts and Social Sciences, where we are dedicated to transforming lives and advancing communities. You're tuning in to Episode 2, Itrunkan Nidzuk, written by Rayana Guzman and directed by Joyce Torres, featuring voice acting by Jennifer Rose Joy, Rhea Julian, Sophia Igman, Ursula Herrera, Ifit San Nicholas, Nicholas Kinata, Savannah Mariano, Damon Mariano, Steph Balaget, Jay Hoffaday, and Ed Suarez. Special thanks to the University of Guam College of Liberal Arts and Social Sciences where these podcast episodes were recorded. So begins Daniel De Leon Guerrero's song about the legend of the coconut tree. This legend has been passed down in a few different versions all of which share a common tale, that this special tree sprouted from a loved one's grave and changed the lives of all the native people. The story I will tell you is about two siblings who were all alone. They'd lost both parents and were afraid that everyone in their village would treat them badly. All the mothers and fathers already have children of their own. There's no place for orphans in their homes. It must be bad children for our parents to leave us. They ran into the jungle where they found a cave and made it their new home. Being very young, the siblings didn't have many life skills, 
only the memories of their parents' teachings. Ilahi, the boy named Marianu, did his best to fish and hunt just like his father, Itatanya, taught him to do. Ipalauan, the girl named Medikita, made the food and kept the cave clean the way her mother, Inananya, did in their house. Food was very scarce at this time. All over the island, everyone was hungry and thirsty. It was getting harder and harder to find enough to eat. Yet every day, the children would come across drinking water or fruits and vegetables. How very lucky they were. It's almost like the food magically appeared. Nana, why do you always take food out here? Shh, Leyu, not so loud. It's to help feed the children that live in the cave, Nai. How come their Nana and Tata don't feed them? Because they don't have parents anymore. That's why we have to help them now. But Nana, you said we don't have plenty food. So why are you giving this away? We don't have a lot of food, Lo. Dunkalu Family and Mommy. We have a big family who share all their food with us. These children don't have a family to look out after them. Hmm. Nana, we should ask the kids if they want to be a part of our family. They can be my brother and sister, and then we can share everything. Then they don't have to be sad. Ay, Lehu, you are so sweet, Lo. To see me alive. Those kids are very scared of other people. If they knew we were here, they would hide and never come out to eat. And if they don't eat, what happens? Um, they get really hungry. Uh-uh. And if they still don't eat, then what? Um, they get really, really hungry. Matanyaleng? Hungen. Matanyaleng sempre. They'll get very skinny and very weak, and then they die from hunger. That's like Auntie Silla, right, Nana? Tata told me. Auntie Scylla wanted to make sure Jojo was getting enough food first. Are you eating, Nana? Huh? Hoo-oo. I eat after you eat. Are you really, Nana? Remember, you're not supposed to lie. Tata said you need to eat some more, or else you will be like Auntie Scylla. Are you going to die, Nana? I don't want you to die. I want you to stay with me. Ay, Sitatamu. He shouldn't be telling you those things, Nanny. Tata is just worried about us since there's hardly food. Lo, just because she don't see me eat doesn't mean I'm not eating. Tonight, in Ginmalagwa, I'll let you watch me and Tata having dinner so you will know I ate something. Is that good? Siguro? Hunken. Okay. Hasu hafa sanganya. We must be quick, but stay hidden. Myla, Myla, we are near to the cave. Okay, tulisti and scatter it around while I talk to the jungle. Okay. Gwalu zengwala, gofa daisti na famagon, put for bot, munga madingu famagon. Kamanaza now? Yes, estamanazan. Pasni, we have to get back and start making dinner. I think the river's getting smaller. Yeah, I think the shrimp are moving out. I only found two. I'll top that behind. At least it's something. I'm super thirsty. Me too. Did you collect any water? Just a little. I'm starving. Listen to my stomach. It's growling. It's always growling. So I'm always gnawing, Nai. 
Ugh, what the heck? Yuck, again, Mariano? You always manage to find a big pile of poop to step in. You better wash it off before you come to the cave. No, I swear, Kita, it's not talky this time. See, smell, smell! Yuck, Mariano, move! I don't want to smell your fuck, Kalakas. It's not stinky, but... It smells like fruit. Here, smell! Ew, get away! Hey! Hey, you're right! Look, there's more all over the ground. Are you for real? Mmm. Oh my gosh, it's so good. Thank you, Jungle, for giving us this fruit. We're starving. Kita, where's your bag? The hungry children gathered the fruits, then noticed other bits of food and a small pile of wood. Further down sat a large bowl-like stone with water inside. Medikita and Marianu gathered everything up and ran to the cave. At the entrance, they started to hear a noise. They slowly walked in and saw a small fire struggling to stay lit. And beside it, a figure laying on the ground. Stop, Kita. There's someone in there. I'm scared. Let's leave. We can find another cave. We can't. Nighttime is coming, and it's more dangerous outside in the dark. Maybe we can chase it out. What if we use these sticks? That's for the fire. The rocks? Pretend you're a Totomona. I don't want to. Hoi. Mampusak Ganghamzu. When someone is sleeping, you make yourselves quiet so you don't disturb them. Offa? Are you just going to stand there or are you two going to come inside? I am a goon. I am an old lady. Alone and cold. I will not hurt you. Who are you? And how did you come here? This is our place, not yours. And I will fight you if you don't leave. You are a brave boy, and I see you are very protective. Answer my question, Fen. If this is your place, why is there no food, no clothes, and not even a place for a fire? What do you mean? You're right next to a fire, so that should have shown you someone lives here. No, boy. This is the fire I built hours earlier. If this is your place, someone would be tending to it. Dispenser, but we're outside doing other things. We're sorry to wake you up. You are a respectful girl and hardworking. Answer my question, Fen. When someone comes to your house hungry and thirsty, will you shoo them away? Uh, well, when visitors would come to our old house, Tata tells us to get drinks, and Nana will get them food. Are you hungry and thirsty? We just got these today. Kita! No, Sina, you're a stranger to us, not a regular visitor. We don't trust you. Denansi hauna boids and gof malati. That is true, and you must always be careful when. I. I. Ah. Ah. Sina! you are still strong. Here, have some water. Are you feeling better? I... You are both very good children. I'm so sorry to burden you. It's okay, since it's nighttime now, you want to stay with us? Thank you, my girl. But check with your brother first before you invite someone to stay in your home. Yeah, Marikita. You have to ask me first. Be quiet. Boy, don't act tough. That lesson goes for you also. If this is your home, it means you both are responsible for it. Everything you decide affects the people of the house. 
So always check your partner before doing something. Ha ha, Nanu. That's what you get. Ah, you too. Bring the wood you found and help me with the guafi. Sit by me and listen closely. Respeto para todo. The most important custom to remember is respect. Respect yourself. Respect me. Respect everything from the land to the water to the animals and all the people. No matter where you are, always give your respect. This is the correct way to live and honor your ancestors. And so the time passed in the same way. Every day, the children would go out to gather food and materials. Every night, they would help make dinner while listening to the biha. What great stories she had. Some were legends. Some were histories of the land. Most of the time, though, she focused on teaching a skill. The children kept her lessons close to their hearts. And one day, they even started calling her Nana, because she had become like a mother to them. Aye, but I am much older than that. Call me Nananbiha instead. It means grandmother. Boy, that's a dick so me and your sister can cook. Sorry, Nananbiha. I didn't catch anything today. But Kita said she found some food. Not much, but I got the plants to make your medicine. That's good, sa I. Puti puti kurasonhu. Ay, so little food nowadays. Everyone is going hungry and the waters are running low. If only we had some nidzuk to drink. What's a nidzuk? Huh? Hafa and now nidzuk. You were just talking about it. What's that? Oh, it's coconut. Comes from a coconut tree. Chonkun nidzuk. It's an old, old plant that used to grow here a long, long time ago. I don't know what happened to it. I think the people of the land got too greedy. Like how? What did they do? They kept taking more than they needed from the tree, and eventually it started dying off. Oh, but when it first started growing, everybody was so happy. Those were good times when there was more food than anyone could ever eat. Huh? There was a time when there was plenty to eat? I don't know any time when we were ever huspa. No, you wouldn't. You have only ever known starvation. As a matter of fact, it was around a similar time, like we have now, when the Chonkun Nizuk first grew. There's a story about a girl who dreamed of a plant no one had ever seen. It was a tree whose parts could be woven into many things and its fruits were encased in a hard shell. In the dream, she was so ma'u, so thirsty, when she found the odd tree and rested in its shade. She broke the fruit open and drank the most delicious juice she had ever tasted. She woke up craving it and vowed to drink nothing else until it was found. Her loving father asked everyone here and on the neighboring islands. He traveled throughout the Pacific in his Goliath, but no one knew of the tree. Defeated, he returned home to find that his daughter had passed away waiting for him, and his heart broke. He asked his wife to bury the girl far down in the river valley and away from his shame. It wasn't his fault that he couldn't find the Nidzuk. The tree really did not exist. It was only the fantasy of a young girl. What happened afterwards? It took him ten years to finally visit her grave. 
He dressed himself nicely, made the long walk to the riverside, and what do you think he found waiting for him there? Right where her body was buried stood a tall tree. Was it the Chunkin Nidzuk? De Nancy. Yes. This was the Chunkin Nidzuk his beloved daughter had talked about. Every detail was just as she'd said. He ran back to the village to tell everyone. His daughter had given them a gift that changed their way of life. Everywhere he saw the tree growing, he thought of his dear daughter and smiled. When everything became harmonious again, it pleased Fuuna, our first mother. Only then did she allow the rains to return and all the plants and animals to grow. Aye, but later on the people forgot their hardships. They became greedy again, disrespected the land. And I believe that is why Fuuna removed the rains again. That's a crazy story. Hmm. If it still existed, do you think our lives would be easier? I Hagal. Like everything in nature, whatever we take care of will take care of us. Hey, it's late. Come and we sleep now. I'm so tired. In the morning, the Biha didn't get up. She was too tired and her body was in so much pain. Medikita made her a hot medicinal tea while Mediano went out to gather food alone. The next morning she could barely move and both children stayed by her side. In a weak voice, the Biha told them to keep her lessons close and care for each other. Then they would never lose their way again. Did she die? Quiet, Tauntaun, you're ruining the story. But I want to know. Yes, she passed away. She left them all by themselves? She did, but that's why she was teaching them. So when she goes, they will know how to take care of themselves. That's what all parents do for their children. Where did she go? Her spirit left her body. The children carried her to the river where they bathed, clothed, then buried her. And for nine days, they came to her grave to say prayers. Then, on the tenth day... Kita, what is that? Do you see that? <gasps> I think that looks like needs a tree from Nana Behan's story. Dang. Kita, help me with these. You two are so greedy. <gasps> Oi, who the heck are you? Everybody always gives you stuff because they think you don't have any food. But you do. Now I'm going to take ours back. What the heck? Little boy, wait! Nana, I took it back, Nana. Ay, Lehu, no! That's for those kids! Ahi, Nana, the cave kids are lying. They have plenty of food. I saw them. Please. I don't want you and Sasha to die like their parents. I got you food, Nana. Here, I got you food. Shh, 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 shh. Ay, nanny. Not pada, steepwood footboard. Not pada. You can have it all because you're still growing. Shh, shh, shh. Hey, hey, Athena, look. Everyone is staring at you crying like a baby. I'm not a baby. Well, then you better stop crying or else your cousins are going to cast you. Are you a big boy then? Hungan? Hungan, because you help me and Tata a lot. Oi, how's the Mzu? That's um, Nana. Shh, I know that. Hafamalagu Mizu, you children never come near the village. Why are you chasing my son? 
We didn't chase him. We followed him because he was spying on us. Then he started yelling and ran away. Because you scared him. He's only a little boy, and he shouldn't have been out there. Nevertheless, you two are older than him and should know how to act better. Dispensa, we didn't know he was there, and he said he'd been leaving food for us. Is that true? Hungan, my child. The whole village has. We knew your parents and promised to take care of you when they died. But you ran away, so each family started chipping in bits of food and water from their household to make sure you were fed. Really? Even though you must have been starving too. We didn't realize anybody cared about us. It was so hard being out there by ourselves. I think we still did okay. Nanu, just say thank you. Put for but this is not time to be prideful. Remember what Nana and Bihan said? Yeah, I know. Adi? Can I be your own grandmother? She's already passed. Ahi, there's a Bihan staying with us. Oh, maybe he's from here and got lost? Maybe, but all the Bihans from our village are still here. Maybe she's from another village? Where is she at now? Take me there so I can empty her. Nana's practicing to be a Surahana. You can't. She passed away. I, I'm very sorry to hear that. Hang on. I'll call some of the people to help with burying her. Trini! Co-fancy lolings and see Alandru and come over to help with the mate. Alandru! Huh? Mylan Adza. Where are we going? Ben, you come too. What happened? <laughs> come and help. Patsy is calling for us. Hi, so us. Lolling! Who died? Myla! Over here! I was trying to tell you that we already buried her. Ha and I, Lol, we have rituals that still need to be done. Hey! What is that? This is the tree from Nananbiha's story. It's real. See, look at this. San Esti, San Esti. Try this. Not like any fruit you find. Mungi, no? We were trying to go plant it, but look! Those ones fell off the ground and grew on their own. We could take some back to the village. Yeah, I'll cut some more down. Me too, I can help. What, what the heck? Trishu, it's raining. The land will be happy again. Nanu! I know, right? But Una is happy with us. Oi, you too, Mela. Mela Donadura. Makita, you help the ladies collect water. Marianu, go with my husband and help the men fix up the fields. Come on, you guys. You're a part of the village now. Bonita and Tonton. Daddy's calling us. We have to go. But I want to hear another story. Bonita and Tonton. Get your doggins over here now. It's time to eat. Okay, Daddy. Ginin manuna dos. Mommy has been calling and calling for you. No, we're being good. Me and Sissy were just under the tree, just listening to the lady telling stories. Often a lady. What lady? It's the old lady at the tree. Yeah, the one next to the water. Which one? Igagu tree, paddy coconut tree. The one right there. The one with plenty of roots. The lady that's inside that she said that's her house. See, she's waving at us. I don't see anyone. But if someone is there, it's better not to be bothering them. Take your brother and go wash your hands so we can eat. Well and mommy. And gengai how guini. 
Thank you for watching my children and keeping them safe. Are these for us? I see Zuzma Asita and Gracia. The children will help to Kumzu so we can make oil and coconut milk. I promise to teach them everything. I send Buni to Estina Storia, Zakovza What a beautiful story you've been invited to hear. No matter where you come to be, if you see a coconut tree, my dear, stop and think of me. Thank you for listening to BWTC Podcast Plays Legends of Guahan. This project would not be possible without our amazing writers, cast, directors, and production team. Sound design by Jerome Ocampo with assistance from Alexander Castro. Sound editing by Robert Wong and Jan Ramos. Producing assistance by Sierra O'Neill, Chris Santiago, Grace Gonzaga, and Rihanna Ochoco. Translations by Rihanna Guzman. Marketing and graphics by Rizal Almond, Steph Belagit, and Joey Datuin. We are also so grateful for the support of our sponsors, the Guam Council on the Arts and Humanities Agency, the National Endowment for the Arts, Alter Ego Entertainment, Bank of Guam, Tea Factory, Coast 360, and Future Smiles Orthodontics. Finally, this would not be possible without your support. Thank you for continuing to support Breaking Wave. Follow our journey at BWTC Guam on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And a special thank you to the University of Guam College of Liberal Arts and Social Sciences, where these podcast episodes were recorded.